You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast, the boys are in the house, g'day Andy. We are on the way. Oh, love it. How are you going boys? Corbs, you, this is your time to shine, punters club night. Yeah, I'm a bit nervous now because you guys have sort of caught back up and I was sitting pretty there for a while, but hopefully. I mean, if anyone wins, we all win, don't we? Yeah. That's it, eh? It's all about the group. All right, we're going to be doing things a little bit different tonight. We'll be doing a little bit of chat about classic captains that we're taking this week. We're also going to be doing our final trade reveals, who's hot and who's not in terms of trading in and out. Physio Phil, he was we were lucky enough to get an update on Little Pups's update on his injury today. So that was, we'll play a little segment from Physio Phil, what he sent me. A new segment, it's called Gut Feel. So our bold predictions, <laughs> can't wait for that one. We'll have our regular tips with the GOAT, Jeremy Ladmore. And we'll also have our punters club three-leg multis. But, boys, classic captains. I think me and Corbs are pretty pretty set. We've got the – what do you call him again? The unicorn. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd, it's so good. You just – I've heard it multiple times on um, other platforms, a couple of other boys that do the pods. It's just set forget. Like, you, you don't even need to think about, about it with Cleary. Now, Andy, you've got a couple of choices. You're, you're probably a little bit more interesting than us tonight. Who, who are you going as your captain, mate? Yeah, I've had a talk to my group. Um, Who's your group? Non, <laughs> the, non, the non-fancy owners. We've, we've all, we all have this same conundrum uh, where we just try and discuss who we want to pick when we don't have clearies, a bit of like to and fro, a bit of de- depressive talk, regret, but mainly just fuck. It's more, more or less like a... We hate him. We don't want him to score well. So, yeah, it's more negative talk towards Cleary than positive talk <laughs> towards everyone else. <laughs> now, I've got three options. So, it's either – where are we having on? It's either Ponga versus the Panthers, uh, Fafita versus the Bunnies, or Crichton versus the Dragons. So, they're my three choices. Do you want advice uh, here or are you looking for it? Or you... Well, you, you know, give, me your, give me your thoughts, boys. I've got my thought, but I'd like to hear yours first. I think Fafita, mate. I think you've got to go for Fida because he's going to have Jaden Sewer. He likes missing a lot of tackles. Like, he goes in real hard, so he's going to do a lot of shoulder sort of, you know, he misses a lot of tackles. So he's going to get mm. some tackle busts. You also think that Latrell, he's the organiser of the defence, so he's gone. So, and I'm also hearing Cody Walker's in grave doubt. So I think the Titans, that's my upset of the week, actually, this week, the Titans. So I reckon you go for Fida, man. Yeah, I actually had him. Because uh, he was my pick and stick <laughs> when I picked him up. So I might just keep him there. He only scored 52 last week, which hurt me. Um, should have picked Pong up, but the Pong was versus Tigers, and now he's versus Panthers, which is uh, a better team. He de- They definitely will play a little bit better and won't be as blown out as everyone thinks. But, yeah, I might go with Fafita there. Okay. Trade reveal, boys. Why don't we start with you, Corbs? What trades are you making this week, mate? Oh, this is a tough one. And I'm – there's still a slight, I'm pretty sure, I'm probably 80-20 as to the decision I made. So <laughs> I bought in Remus Smith and I'm holding on to Momorowski. Three weeks is in that timeline and I think I might hold him because I think he will be good just through that origin period where he's, mm. yeah, yeah, he'll miss a bye, but he'll just get plenty of games because Panthers are going to have heaps out, so he's not going to get rested. Uh, Pappenhausen, I'm keeping. It was a toss-up between him and Luttrell and with the news coming through four weeks, 
it really hurts me because I only bought him in last week, but I can't have that much coin sitting on the bench. <laughs> and I also would have been down a winger fullback. So, because I bought Dane Laurie in for Pappenhausen. Uh, and the two that I was going for, it was Turbo, which is no surprise. And I was hesitant on him, but I said I'd wait to see. And he had a pretty good game to go. And the other one is Roger, two of us for Sheck. Mm. Who I just think is a bit a bit more of a smoky pod, reliable. Um, I mean, Turbo did a lot and got sixty-seven. Cleary tied up his shoelaces and got twenty points. So, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, he hasn't, he still scores pretty well. But can Turbo top that game? And he only got sixty-seven. It's sort of yeah. I'm I'm leaning towards Turbo still because he hasn't been in this free-flowing type of footy. That's the other side of it. I think that he's really going to sort of go to another level uh, and as it's sort of showed on the weekend, first game back, um, that off-the-cusp footy, he's really good at that. But, yeah, Roger Tuivasa-Shek's going to go out with a bang with the Warriors too. So leaning towards Turbo, but there's a little part of me, little all the Warriors fans in my head going, get Roger in. <laughs> I do like Rog. I do like yeah. Rog. I think I'll, I'll be picking up Rog probably round 14. I've made it, in, I've made it crystal clear today. I went. It's in your calendar. I got to admit, I didn't do much at work today. <laughs> Hopefully, no one from work's listening. But <laughs> it was a, it was a quiet day on the markets, so kind of had a bit of a fantasy day. It was my working from home day, so no one knows what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I might post. I might post. What are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, boys, my picks. I've gone from Tarpany to Tyrone Peachy. This was that was already on my mind. I really wanted Peachy because he's that jewel because he can cover the mid and the center. I just think moving forward, because I am set with Momo, so I like him. I'll I'll wear the three weeks, but I'm also set on Brian Kelly. So I like, I like them in my centre pairing, but just in case something happens to him, because something has happened to both of them already with seven rounds in. So I just think Peachy just gives me that security, and I'm willing to even play him in, in the mids or on the bench as well. So that's a no-brainer for me. Second one, like you said, Corbs. I can't carry Latrell Mitchell for four weeks. He's made some good coin for us. I'll get him back later. Hopefully he misses out on Origin, and I'll pick him up during that Origin period. I'm pretty cool with that. But the guy I like, I really like Adam Dewey, and I've been following for the last three weeks. As soon as he got the jaw, I was always going to do it. So these two guys I was always going to bring in, and I really encourage people to have a look at Adam Dewey. He's he's really improved as a footballer. Most of the play revolves around him, and that 1%... With the jewel and the 1% owner, that's just kind of just tipped me off the edge. But I made a little hit list. I'm really keen on Nofaluma and Mitchell Moses ahead of mm. these buyers. So they've kind of – Nofers are probably ahead of Turbo now. I'm just waiting. I, I need five or six weeks out of Turbo's health. I can't waste any more trades. So that's going to have to be six weeks. And the other guys I'm still looking at is Sean Bloor and Matty Lodge because I know that they've got the deep round seven. I'm going to go hard, boys. Around 13, 14, 15, 16. I'm, I'm naming a full-strength team. I'm going he's, after he's, it. He's got a round 13 plan. <laughs> <laughs> now, Andy, here's your two trades if you do well, you are making two trades. Well, mine were pretty simple. I needed a center because Mobo was out, and I stupidly sold or traded Avrilo when he was scoring terrible, so I didn't have any center cover. So my first one is Momo to Hampton. Um, Ham- the Cowboys has been playing well. There's no re- reason that Hampton loses his spot, and he's been scoring solid solid points. So that one seemed like a simple one for me, 380. And the second one is I I couldn't trade. I didn't get him out last week, but it's Ricky to mm. the man. We gave him a week. I said, we'll wait. 
Turbo Tommy. <laughs> I'm taking a punt on him, same as Corbs. So <laughs> he's the best option for me, and it leaves me with a bit of cash to spare next week to see how I go because I'll, I'll probably punt Latrell as well. So I'll have to see. I'll punt in next week to see who I can get. But um, yeah, that, they're my two trades. I needed a center. I needed a winger fullback. And I've got Joshua Curran on, on the scope. If he plays well this week again, mm. um, he might have cemented that edge spot. So he's on my radar. And I like the option of Dewey, but I don't know if I can fit him in. It's either Dewey or uh, Turbo, but I've taken a punt with Turbs. Yeah, fair enough. Brooks, he's, he's just, if he's not scoring a 55 this week, he's punted. But boys, <laughs> let's have a look at who's hot and who's not. Calls, why don't we start with who's not? Yeah, there's some big names on here. Head of the list, um, your boy, Jordan Ricky. <laughs> he's uh, top list. Next is Latrell Mitchell. No surprises there, and I think that'll only increase as uh, people get closer to that first game. Big Tino hasn't performed, and then the two weeks out, he's, yeah, no surprises there. Jacob Little is another one that um, you, that'd just be a straight swap for uh, Simpkins, you would think. Testing you, the dropping. So they, they all make sense, but I, I was going to stop at the top five, but number six, there was only a, a lower percentage. It dropped down quite a bit after the top five. James Tedesco is sitting mm. there at number six. I've got him in my team. Now, he's going to come up in our gut feel section of the show <laughs> for me. I, yeah. I don't know why he's sitting on that list there. Given the scenario of all the judiciary and who got rubbed out, I was really surprised. Nearly 1% that's rubbed him out. <laughs> that's big. Yeah. yeah, they must have a gun team if they've got no other issues and they're getting rid of Teddy. And the other thing, he's going to be playing on a flat track. See, that's the other thing. The Roosters have been playing at night. He doesn't play that good at night. Roosters don't play that good at night. When they get him back on a flat track, Sunday RV, the Roosters play a lot better. If you have a look at round one and two when they played during the day, played a lot better, free-flow footy. They like to throw the ball around. They've played the last three games at night. Teddy hasn't really performed that well. I reckon there could be a turnaround. i tell you what, the Anzac Day clash, mm. and they, they can't verse a... Uh... Uh, more terrible team at the moment in the Dragons. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> look for some uh, some Teddy Crab walks going on. So he could he could go big this week. So yeah, zero point seven four percent of people playing uh, could regret that uh, that trade. All right, now let's move to so listeners. We're moving to who's hot. Andy's going to take the list, but he's just recently started wearing glasses and he's forgot his glasses in his Ute. And we're just not sure whether he's going to be able to read. So this is going to be quite funny, this segment. Who's hot? Okay, uh, first up, Tommy <laughs> Tommy Tommy Turbo is at 6.71%. So a fair few people have taken a pun of him, me included. Um, so I can understand why he's hot. Next one, another uh, 100% in, a Jake Simkin. So, yeah, cheapy hooker, playing 80 minutes. It's a no-brainer. Another one's a bit, a bit of a, a chance. I like him. I like everyone who's taken the punt this guy because he played brilliantly and it makes perfect sense. Uh, Josh Curran is at 2.64%. Um, I would have sort of waited until we'll see how he goes after this week. Um, if he scores up 60-plus again, then 100% he's, he's in my team if I can get him in, especially for that low price. Uh, number four, another one I picked up. Must Jeez, they must be backing me or I'm backing this. So, many hands. <laughs> Benny Hampton, 1.194%. Uh, and, <laughs> and here's TK from last week, who's hot, 1.9%, Nathan Cleary. 
No, you're not. You're going to score 20 this week, you dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys, listen to this one. And g'day to Curtis McNamara. What about Curtis? Tried, he's just flooded my phone with messages this morning trying to offer. So I have Hampton on my bench. He wants Hampton. He was offering me every mid that was worth like 35. I'm like, there's better mids in the FA. I'm like, give me some proper spice. You just didn't understand. Then he started calling me a pig, started throwing me emoji <laughs> messages with a pig. Hasn't he got, hasn't he got Matt Burden who can play center? Yeah, like, but he's on limited. He's on run of time. He's gone in a couple of weeks, isn't he? Ah, uh, true. Oh, not during origin time. He's back. He'll, he'll play half. But he didn't even offer me Matty Burden. He didn't, like some of the, the deals, he was offering me Joe Offergan Howey and he, some of these, uh, Ryan James. I'm going, you are kidding. This is probably another thing that happens in group chats. Just terrible spice. spice. It's, yeah. it's, you, it's always so lopsided, isn't it? Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm going to trade you Ben Hampton for Cleary. Yeah, yeah. why would I do that? 100%. That's another okay. thing, guys. What do you call your, your trades? We call it spice it. We like calling it spice it up. I invented it because I was getting spicy too much. <laughs> you got ridiculous that year. You were yeah. throwing was- trades left, right, and center. Didn't make one. <laughs> I partied a lot that year. I was I wasn't there. Well, anyways, boys, those are the, the what's hot. So I like that one. All right, to so the probably the gun segment. I'm really looking forward to this one. It's called gut feel, and it's just a bold fantasy call. There's absolutely no relevance and no statistics or anything to back this up. I just want to see your biggest gut feel, Andy. I know you're a gut feel man. My gut feel this week. <laughs> Moses to hit another 70 points. I'll tell you what. I feel like that game he played, he he had it under control and he, he kicked the field goal, just that played ping pong with the field goal, hit the post, went over. I feel like he needed that sort of game to sort of get to another level. And I feel like he is at another level and he has to be at another level. So him just got another 70 points, which would be great. Um, I've got two others, or do you want to do one and then sort of go around? Do you think that maybe Mitchell Moses like is the guy behind the sex tape? So then he doesn't. He gets more fantasy points. Ah, uh, I don't know. Is, uh, look, could be on the other end of it, or the which end is he on? <laughs> could be. I'm not too sure. I haven't seen it. So anyway. but look, let's just hope not for my fantasy team. <laughs> Who's just? Yeah, we'll stay with you, Andy. Who's your second guy? Uh, second one will be Jake Everilla to get twenty again because I put him in my draft team. <laughs> That's so fair. I can guarantee you. Like I said, uh, there's no there's no judgment here. It's just gut feel, like. Who and am I? The, the third one, the Raiders to absolutely kill it without um, Hodgson overplaying his hand and Tom Starling a hooker. So give me Warren and Williams to have more control over the team. Um, they'll absolutely kill it with the with the rotation of Corey and Corey as well. So okay. they're my three gut feels. Corbs, who's your guts? Yeah, I, I only had the one here with my gut feel. Just really nailed it in to uh, – <laughs> To Teddy, I think he's going to hit his break-even this week. And I think he's going to bounce back. And it's a big break-even of 86. Ooh. So that's my gut feel. How many and tries? There. How many tries? Just the one. I think he'll just get the one. I think he's going to be huge. It hurts me, though. It really hurts me that the Dragons are playing them um, coming in like this. I, I, yeah, I'd prefer to play them red hot than coming in weak. <laughs> Fair enough. I've got two gut feels. Angus Crichton's my first one. He'll hit 70-plus. He'll go from zero tackle breaks last week to 10 against the Dragons. <laughs> and then my other guy, I'm just going to back my boy Adam Dewey. 
I've got no relevance or backup stats to anything in this. I'm just I, saying he's going to have 60. I think Sunday will be an open game. Might even be 40-30. Either way. That, that's what this segment's about, mate. Just That's what I mean. That, you, just, you, just leave, you just leave it out there. Look, this could the be bigger, the better. The bigger, the better. <laughs> uh, that's good. All right. What we'll do now is we'll quickly check in with the GOAT, Jeremy Lattimore, and then we'll come back for Punters Club and our tips. Jeremy Lattimore into an upright, and Jeremy has gone in. I'm the GOAT. I'm the GOAT. Man, I'm the GOAT. Everybody watch out. All right, let's catch up with the GOAT, Jeremy Lattimore. Latsy, welcome back, brother. Well, man, what he's doing? Mate, another five out of eight for you. You've pretty much... You'd be leading most comps around around the world, mate. You're going pretty good. Oh, mate, stop it. You're giving me a big head. <laughs> All right, let's rip in, mate. Thursday night, good game at Bluebet Stadium in Penrith. Panthers at a buck 12 against the Knights. Pretty juicy at 6.50. Pong is back playing some good footy. What do you reckon, mate? Yeah, they um, they, they looked good getting back in the side last week. Um, Penrith, mate, they're still a well-oiled machine. They weren't as good last week, but, um, you know, they love playing at Bluebet. I think they'll win this comfortably. Yeah, next one's pretty interesting. Friday night at 6 p.m. up at the Gold Coast. Tynan's outsiders at 275 against the Bunnies at 145. We saw last night Latrell get suspended for four games. Last meeting was last year, 32-12 to the Bunnies. And then the Titans obviously smarting from that Drobbing of by the the Seagulls last week. What do you think? What do you think here? That's yeah, there's a few actually. Yeah, exclusions. I think uh, Mansfield's out. I think their full tackle match still pretty solid. And Titans will be uh, out there trying to get after it after their performance last week. They had their pants pulled down in Mudgy. So um, yeah, I don't know, mate. I might um, I might lean towards the Titans and go go the underdog this week. Well, that's in your career when you've been flogged. Just say 30, 40 points without scoring. What generally will happen in the lead-up to the next game? Oh, it's just a mindset thing. You t- your mindset shifts and, you know, it might only be a few of you, but even, you know, you- you're winning and things are going easy and the Titans still have a pretty young squad and they probably went in with a bit of a soft mindset. Man, they weren't going great. They were going to Mudgy and got their pants pulled down. So they're on the flip side now. They're- the young guys are going to be hungry and <laughs> Looking to prove a point, but the Rabbitohs are one of the premiership favourites, so it's going to be a challenge for them. But um, back at home, no travel. Um, they've got the opposition come to visit them, so could be a real chance of an upset, I reckon. Yeah, I think so as well. I think the Titans, they packed the good jeans, didn't they? They were going out on the town, and then once they got 40 nil, they weren't allowed out. Mate, and on the flip side to that, you know, you see Sydney heading to the Gold Coast, the Glitter Strip. It was one of my favourite uh, triple <laughs> I love you it. You know where you're headed straight after, mate. <laughs> now, next game, Saturday, 5.30. It's at Netstrata Jubilee. The Sharkies, a buck 15. They welcome back Sean Johnson on the interchange. And the Doggies, they haven't won a game yet at 5.50. That's probably their lowest odds, actually. What are you thinking on this one, lads? Yeah, mate. 5.50 for a reason. <laughs> I, uh, I got sent something the other day. I think they're paying $13 to not win a game this year, wow. which isn't. Which isn't, which isn't very nice, but uh, yeah, I, I think they will win a game at some point, but I don't think it'll be this game. I, I like it. Now, next one, 7.30 up in Townsville. We've got the Cowboys at 3.50. The Raiders were thirty-one. Ricky's gone absolutely rogue on them. Papali and Tarpany both dropped last year. The Raiders just won, 14-12 up in Townsville. Who do you think on this one? Yeah, I'll go Canberra. Cowboys have actually played well the last two weeks and strung some wins together, but... Um, like you say, you, you, you don't like big Ricky upset and um, 
you know, a few of them boys have been Papali get dropped to the bench and come out with a point to prove and even big mad Corey Hallsborough and um I think Corey Harrow we're near and I might have seen on the bench. So yeah, yeah, there's a few blokes out there who'll be smarting and trying to take their opportunity back in the team. Um, which, you know, is point towards the Canberra win. Yeah, stick on the Cowboys, your great mate, Chatty Townsend, mate. Got a nice little deal to finish his career up in the, the Cowboys. That was kind of left field. Yeah, I know, mate. He's packing the uh, budgie smugglers and heading up to North Queensland. <laughs> I um, I did not see that one coming, to be honest. And, um, you know, Chad's doing what he thinks is the right thing for his family at this point of his career. And, you know, he's won a comp with Cronulla. Uh, and, mate, they'll, they'll be bringing in the changes there next year. I know you, uh, you love that team. So... The, the, the whole landscape's going to be totally different there next year. Yeah, it totally is, mate. Now, next game, now we're going to Anzac Day by the looks of it. And Bankwest Stadium, this one's at West Tigers. It's an early game at a dollar, uh, sorry, at one forty-five p.m. against Manly. Manly actually favourites at a dollar fifty-four, but the Tigers, pretty impressive last week against the Bunnies. Who are you liking in this one, Lats? Oh, God, I don't know, actually. That's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, like, say that the, the Tom Trubovich Tr- 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 effect, he's... Um, He's one hell of a player. Um, but, yeah, like I say, West Tigers were closer to a victory. Uh, I'm going to actually lean for them this week. I'm going to go to the Tigers. Mainly, do they have two good games in them? Even with Tommy T, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, mate. I missed one game. Friday, 7.55, the Parramatta Eels at home. Actually, it's not at home. It's at TIO Stadium in Darwin. And they're, they're first seeing the Broncos. $1.18 favourites, the Eels versus 5 bucks for the Broncos. They did play in round one and the Eels won. 24-16 after being behind 16-0. Who are you liking this one, Lats? Mate, if Brisbane can bring the energy they did last week, they're a real chance of an upset. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That, that has been Parramatta's home away from home for a few years. I remember playing there back in the day, so they, they have got a bit of a base there. But um, I don't know. Actually, you stumped me there. Hey, Lats, what's it like? TPJ back on an edge versus the middle. When you were playing him, where would you prefer him to be? Oh, I, I like defending him in the middle. Like he's obviously big and strong, and he's got good um, feet. But on an edge, you know, if you're an edge player, he's a nightmare to tackle. He's fucking huge. Imagine a half. He's a big boy. He is. Who's, I know. He's who's he going to be on? He's going to be on Mitchell Moses. Good luck. Yeah, God. See, you know, that, that's, that's looking um, pretty juicy out there. Maybe there's a first try scorer for the punters that follow this uh, podcast. But um, okay, I'm going to stay power actually. You softy. All right, Sunday, it's back to the cricket ground for the traditional. You're going to be out this one, mate, Roosters and Dragons? Mate, I will be there. Nice. The Roosters smarting $1.52. Dragons, nice little juicy odds there at two fifty five. Little thing that Benny Hunt's back on the number 21, so he must be – any any goss, mate? Is he half a chance here? Mate, I actually saw him the other day. He played uh, pretty straight bat, but, um, yeah, you never know, mate. There might be a late inclusion there. Um, okay. The scoop, oh, feel, scoop yeah, Lattimore. The, 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 uh, the, the, the boys do like to be underdogs, so I, I think going into this game as underdogs is going to suit them. And I know Hargraves and Takiaho were named, but I'm pretty sure they had some real injury concerns off the back of that game last week. So yeah, I'm going to go the Dragons. I, I reckon that is juicy odds. I like it. Is that, mate, for an old Dragons player, is that the, the one you put in the calendar, the Anzac Day? It just seems amazing. Mate, it, it, it's Pretty well, you know, the, the pick of the rounds 1 to 26 as a footballer, you know, it's, everyone's watching and, um, you know, there's not many big, bigger games in rounds 1 to 26. Um, so it is it's an awesome game and 
some of my um, fondest memories of playing in them games. So, um, yeah, the boys will be ready to go. Love it. Now, last game, Latsy, Sunday night, Storm. They're at home, 6.15pm against the Warriors now. Ryan Puppenhausen, he's out. Nice replacement in Nico Hines. They're at buck 12. Warriors at 6.50. They usually do go pretty good head-to-head. But who are you liking in this one to finish us off? Melbourne. I'll go the, the Melbourne Stormers. I feel like they'll, uh, they'll be too good. Warriors, great win last week, but can they do what they did and complete 40 of 40 or 40 of 41? Uh, I don't know. So. Yeah. Well, that's you. Enjoy Anzac Day, mate, and enjoy the rest of the round, and we'll catch up with you next week, brother. Thanks, Ledge. Have a good one. All right, gents. Before we move on, uh, Physio Phil was kind enough to send me a little note about Ryan Puppenhausen because it's been a bit of a change in circumstances on his injury. So just going to play this to you, and, yeah, here it is. Hey guys, so the storm of downgraded Ryan Pappenhausen's AC joint injury from a grade one, which is basically a strain or minor disruption of the AC joint fibers, to a grade two. Now, grade two basically means that uh, the acromioclavicular ligament, which is the ligament that joins the joint at the top, is torn, and there's potentially a partial tear to two other ligaments which hold it together called the coracoclavicular ligament. Um, a grade three is when all of those ligaments are torn. So grade two indicates that the coracoclavicular ligaments are still intact. So basically one out of three ligaments is torn. And this normally uh, delays the recovery a little bit. Um, in rugby league, it's normally about a two to four week recovery with those same management ideas that we talked about last time in terms of strapping, padding, and painkilling injections before the game. However, normally requires a little bit more rest to that ligament to at least heal up a little bit before you use those other measures. I do think given that uh, they initially graded as as a grade one, I don't think it's a very severe grade two. Uh, So hopefully he will be around that two-week mark at most and he won't be pushing that four-week limit. All right, thanks, Physio Phil, for that update. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're looking probably at about two weeks without Ryan Puppenhausen, up to probably four. So, depending on your trades for this week, with Latrell out and also Momorowski, you might not have a choice but to trade Puppenhausen, but that's a little update. And thank you again, Philip, for sending us that today. All right, boys, let's move on. Why don't we do... Hunter's Club. Corbs, this is your favourite segment. Why don't you kick us off, my friend? Right, well, I um, I went. I talked this guy up the other day, Sebastian Chris. I think he's going to get over the line for the Raiders, and I think it will be an absolute hammering over the Cowboys. I think uh, a few key players dropped and a few back in. Mm. The Raiders will uh, come alive. Uh, I then also have Justin Ollum, been pretty quiet. Uh, the Warriors had a pretty good win, but they're just too up and down. I don't know if they're going to be able to back this up. I'll. <laughs> Kyle Lomas will be into me about this one. <laughs> but I think Olam will get over the line there. Oh, if Warriors win and Olam scores, I'm still happy. And the last one is the Tigers. I think they'll get over. They did well against the Bunnies mm. and have been performing pretty well before then. They've got a pretty good run coming up. And if they can build some momentum, I think they'll get over the Eagles, who had a pretty easy, good win. I'm taking them at plus five and a half line. Yeah, I like that. That comes man. in. Uh, $7.44 cheeky one there so responsibly but nice little one nice Nice. All right, 
My one, I've got any time try scorers. I went for three. Brian Toho, he let me down. Killed my multi. I'm giving him a second chance to to make that up for me. Connor Tracy, he's been playing some good footy on that left wing for the Sharkies. We do tack down there. I remember in the trial we scored. Ronaldo scored two tries in the opening half against the Doggies. They were really weak on that right side. So I'm thinking Connor Tracy's going to bust over for a try. And then I'm backing my man again, Adam Dewey. I'm trying to <laughs> You're really anytime. Going all in, aren't you? I'm trying to convince in. people. This is the third time I mentioned him just in this show. When you put the um the post up for the show, can you put a picture of Adam Dewey? You, you must have to. Because <laughs> all you've talked about is him. <laughs> oh, he's Lebanon's finest, mate. He's just gonna he's gonna have a just a career game on Sunday. I can just see it. He might score four tries. I actually get my um, my car service at a place, and it's his. I think it's his, either his cousin or his um, or his dad. He, it's, um, it could be his cousin, but he's yeah, it's his cousin. I was talking about him. He goes, oh yeah, he told me how to pronounce his name. I was like, oh nice, okay, lovely. How do you pronounce it? Because I always get it wrong. Well, do do we? Is it a do okay, I, okay. I when I originally heard it, and I hadn't heard anyone say it, I was saying it do we? No, heaps of people do pronounce it like that. I've heard some commentators say it like that. Okay, yeah, well, uh, we're we're good now. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so so that, yeah, what was that paying up? What was your bet paying? Uh, up? I apologize. Ten dollars twenty one for those three legs. Ooh, nice, nice. And Andy, why um, did you finish it off here, man? I'll hit with mine. Um, I've gone Newcastle plus seventeen and a half. I just thought that those odds are too good. Um, Newcastle did have a bit of a slump, but with Ponga back, they're looking a lot better. Um, give them another week to sort of gel again. I don't think they're going to get trampled by Panthers. So, yeah, look, look for that game to be a little bit closer than 17.5. So that's paying dollar nine. <laughs> and I've, I've backed my boy. Um, man, the person who loves a, loves a try, Corey Oates, anytime, $2.40. I know it is against my team, <laughs> but I still think he's got to try on him. And the last one, that's paying $2.40. The last one is... Um, Corey Haruwaranara anytime he's paying four dollars fifty. I think the the Raiders will put a number, a number on who are they person? Cowboys. 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 So yeah, I feel like with the Hodgson gone, uh, Tommy Starling coming in, I feel like this is going to give me a lot more ball to the halves. And Corey Haruwaranara, he's dangerous. He's been playing in the Red G's. He's been killing it. So I think he'll. He'll be there once he gets on the field. He'll be there to make a statement. So, and that statement will be scoring a try for the Talking League podcast multis. Imagine that's imagine you get the first two legs up and Corey doesn't come on for seventy five minutes. You'll be shitting yourself in that last uh, five. Look, I've got one hundred percent faith in the man scoring a try in five minutes. So that's why. <laughs> can and, can Andy go back to back? Oh well, if I do, it's paying twenty one dollars. So that's. Juicy, juicy odds for my multi. I like it. All right, boys, let's finish off with tips. Thursday, Panthers hosting the Knights. Corbs. Yeah, Panthers, easy here. And I, um, I will go to Panthers, but a little bit close. <laughs> He's convincing himself. Penrith by 40. No, yeah. no, no. It'll be close. Look, it's, it's less convincing than you back in Dewey, 220%. <laughs> Cleary will score 120 fantasy points, I hope. Now, next game, boys, this will be a good one. The Titans hosting the Rabbitohs. The Titans are actually outsiders in this one. Corbs? Yeah, bunnies for this one. Any? Um, bunnies, me too. All right, I'm going Gold Coast. <laughs> Okay, next one. It's actually a power home game, but it's at Darwin. They're a buck eighteen against the Broncos. Five bucks. 
Andos. Put your house on peril. Colby. Yeah, I'll go Eels. Yeah. I won't be putting the house on it. <laughs> I'm not overly convinced, but I'll go with the para for sure. Now, next game, uh, the Sharkies hosting the Bulldogs at Cogra. Can the Doggies come off the mark, Corbs? Uh, Sharkies here. I don't think the Dogs are going to get them. Andos? Yeah, I'll go the Sharks, even though the Doggies need a win. They'll be desperate, but I'll go the Sharks. Okay, I'm going Sharkies too. Next game, 7.30 at Townsville, Cowboys and Raiders. Corby? Yeah, I think this will be another big one, like that first game. I think the Raiders will win by plenty. Okay. Yeah, I think it bounced back as well. And Endos? Same here, lads. Cool. We're on agreements. Next one should be interesting pick. The Adam Dewey-led West Tigers versus the Manly Seagulls. That's uh, actually Bank West, uh, 1.45 p.m. kickoff at Enzic Day. Corby? Yeah, my not Dewey. It'll be um, my big boy, Stefano, that will get the Tigers. <laughs> this is my upset. I think the Tigers will get him here. Oh, I can't. Hey. I can't pick this. I'm actually going to give this uh, game to my Mrs. Bridget. Bridget, the Tigers or Manly? Tigers. Okay, I'm going the upset. Tigers, it is. Cool. I'm going Tigers too, boys. Oh, we're all in the upset. My mate Dewey's <laughs> playing. <laughs> you just walk straight into that one. It's, it's gone from 220 percent to 300 percent. That's how much he's back in this man. Yeah, so the four o'clock game, the four o five, sorry, Roosters versus the Dragons at the Cricket Ground. Corby, it hurts me, but I'm on the Roosters here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Roosters too, Andy. Rooster, Rooster Man, Rooster Man. I like yeah, that song. Yeah, sure, Roosters. All right, for sure, but yeah, I think they'll get the good. To wrap us up, boys, Storm at home at Amy Park, six fifteen against the Warriors. Corps, yeah, Storm. Yep, Storm. Andy. I think this I think this one will be closer than everyone thinks as well. The Warriors have been playing really well. Um, current for 60 and Melbourne Storm to win. <laughs> Has the NRL, like, hired you to try and convince people that every game is going to be close this round? Look, I wasn't meant to say that on air, but, yeah, they're giving me kickbacks. <laughs> i got no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gents. Hope nah, you Tiffin, lads. Hope you enjoyed the new format next week. I'm not sure what's going to be happening because we've got Anzac Day, which you kind of throw a few spanners in the works, but we'll work on something. But just remember, on you can subscribe and all that sort of stuff, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Please leave us reviews on Apple as well. Talking League Pod on Facebook and Instagram and Talking League One on Twitter. Get involved in the conversation. We'll always hit you back. Do it. Do it. All right, gents. Good luck on the weekend. Hope you get behind this Adam Dewey thing. It's a movement. It's a movement. Yeah, well, you need to move on to a new love interest, don't you? Because Ricky oh. has failed you. Oh, hey, I haven't heard of, I haven't heard the word Ricky yeah. come from TK's lips in months. You it's know what? He has really months. failed me. He's made me enough money to buy Adam Dewey. So he's like got me a new love interest. So you sort of like it, it's a, it's like a rebound. Is Dewey's your rebound? Oh, so he's not going to be the he's not going to be the long term. Not the long-term love. No, unfortunately. Maybe this round, but so you put, could you put all your eggs in this one basket? Maybe. Maybe Cleary will snatch off. me. I, look, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, want to, I want to infiltrate this uh, non-Cleary owners group. Just laugh at Andy. We no, should join, hey, why don't we join it and just give it to everyone? You have, 
you have to show your team before you join, mate. So just I'll just I'll just get your screenshot <laughs> off the chat. <laughs> All right, gents. Good chatting, and right. we will catch you on the weekend. All right, All right. see you, boys. <laughs>